Refrigerator Art by Jill Badonsky with one little idea from Robin Brisebois. This is a Muses Daydream. It's 9 p.m. I'm looking in my refrigerator with delusional hopes that I was mistaken about having finished a slice of chocolate pecan pie that I bought for myself when I needed some comfort food. Stressful times call for chocolate pecan pie sometimes. I remember licking the plate when I finished, so clearly I'm into magical thinking. I see some remaining whipped cream in a little glass bowl with a plastic wrap over the top that is wanting to be dolloped on the phantom pie that is no longer. As I scan the typical ingredients in my refrigerator, I notice an opening in the back. How'd that get there? Did my expired garbanzo beans explode? I knew I should have taken them out a couple weeks ago. It's a human-sized opening. Or it could be delirium. It is, after all, a quarantine. Is not a dollop of delirium common during such times? Perhaps, but I'm going with the delirium anyway. Cravings can also distort reality because I'm sure this must be a sign that there is some chocolate pecan pie back there through the hole and I need to climb through to ensure it gets proper eating. So I move back there, careful not to step on the good-intentioned arugula, shifting the jar of the garlic-stuffed green olives a bit to the right, edging by a half-eaten jar of sauerkraut, feeling somehow smaller than my five-foot-nine self. Perhaps I've shrunk in my own Alice through the Looking Glass adventure, but it's still through the refrigerator, which is more apropos. I keep moving to the other side. I've made it, and no pie. There's a missing potholder with a cat motif, reading glasses I lost back in 07, and a cricket, but no pie. Seems like climbing through a hole in your fridge should be more magical than that to warrant a whole podcast. Wait, I see a little door. It's blue and has a picture of a baseball bat on it. So I crack it open. And I look through and I see a little boy with his eyes open, staring up at the ceiling, squirming with an unsettled look on his face. He doesn't see me. I don't recognize him, but I I feel sorry that he can't sleep. How'd that kid get there? I'm not sure what to do. So I grab the cat motif potholder, the glasses, leave the cricket, go back through the hole, move by the condiments. But the front door of the fridge is now closed. It's a bit chilly in here. But I stop anyway for a dollop of peanut butter and a fingerful of strawberry jelly. Always a satisfying combination. I lean against the door to try and open it, but it doesn't open. I lean harder, nothing. 
Then something weird happens, even for my daydreams. My body starts transforming in odd, crazy, dreamlike movements, shifts, somersaults, downward dogs, a few involuntary left-hand turn signals, and an interpretive dance to a Dionne Warwick song, ultimately turning me into a two-dimensional version of a purple cloud. I am now a diagonal purple cloud in a crayon picture hanging on my refrigerator, signed at the bottom in large block letters by Nathan, age six. I don't know who Nathan, age six is, but I am his refrigerator art. Alongside of me is a big sun and a smiling face with rays emanating outward in lines of random lengths a turquoise house with big red polka dots on the roof, an apple tree, and a black cat. It's a kid's drawing. These are my crayon picture companions. There are also two other purple clouds. They are parallel to the ground like most clouds, but I feel a little off being diagonal. But I'm okay with that, and perfect is allowed and even favorable in the world of unfettered children's art. But now what? I feel like I'm missing something, and being purple makes me a little maudlin. Hmm. I have an idea. I go back through the refrigerator as a purple cloud. I float over the olives and the sauerkraut back out the hole, past the cricket, and through the door this time, and become the little boy's pillow. Whoever that is, maybe it's Nathan. I become a fluffy, comfortable pillow so he can feel some comfort, and drift into a dream about purple clouds raining jelly beans. It works. When I know he's asleep, I float back to the door of the fridge, back to my position by the sun, called to the cats who are waiting to be fed to see what they do. And they just act like it's perfectly normal to have a diagonal purple cloud call their names, and then they go back to cleaning. I say goodbye to the sun, slide off the picture, back into my human form, feed the cats, pour some coffee, and write this. When we are feeling purple and diagonal, or human and stressed, it can feel good to comfort someone else. There are so many ways we can do it, through art, a kind word, a piece of pie, a good deed, even if it's for someone we don't know who's appearing in a daydream that is so far-fetched that you have to temporarily forfeit reality in favor of distraction, wonder, and a reason not to give in to a chocolate craving. We are art too, and there's always someone who loves us just the way we are, even if we are diagonal, or purple, or imperfect. We are still children inside the inside, and always will be, especially when we allow ourselves to daydream.
refrigerator light stayed on when the door was closed. Daydreams are filled with light. Be kind to yourself. Stay safe.